KYW Original Podcasts. This is KYW In-Depth. My name is Matt Leon. Time to take our weekly look at the economy as we check in, as we do every week, with David Fiorenza, Associate Professor of Practice, Villanova School of Business. As usual, lots to talk about. Unemployment, existing home sales, the Dow Jones. We touch on it all and more. Give a listen. Well, let's start as we usually do with unemployment. Uh, Once again, we were over a million workers filing for first-time unemployment benefits last week. Uh, We had that one week where it dipped into six figures, but we've been back at a million now for a couple weeks. Uh, Are we becoming almost numb to this, sir, that this is an extraordinary high number, but it's there every week, and I feel like it, it doesn't resonate like it did back in March and April? I think you're correct. Uh, we are getting used to the fact that a million is going to be normal for us. Uh, we had one week, as you said, under a million, and this week it's over a million, even though the decrease was 100,000 people. Uh, I think at this point, I'll take any decrease, whether it's 10,000 or 20,000, for a little bit of a beam of light in the tunnel so I could hopefully see that there is going to be light at the end of the tunnel, but I don't see it right now. Both political conventions are now in the books. Do you think that makes it more likely we can get back to work in Congress on another coronavirus relief bill? Boy, I sure hope so. I think uh, it's needed. It's needed at the federal level, and then the states can go ahead and work their magic, hopefully, so that the future looks bright for all of us in 2021. It uh, looks like the Fed made a change in an interest rate policy, and uh, it sounds like in financial circles it's a pretty big deal. Can you kind of talk about what it is and what it can mean? Sure. Uh, the Federal Reserve, when they met this past week on the Federal Open Market Committee, uh, they always like to take a look at interest rates, take a look at inflation, uh, and then look into the future as much as they can, even though they don't have the crystal ball, but they have all the data. And what they're looking to to show us is that Interest rates are going to stay low for a long time. They want to stimulate the economy, and they want to keep inflation in check at around 2%. Knowing that people are still unemployed, um, they want to be able to get credit to the banks, get credit to the financial institutions, so if possible, people can have that credit if they need it to fall back on. If there is something, a ray of light like you talked about, uh, existing home sales, I think it was up 25% in July over June, uh, the biggest monthly gain in on record. Uh, that's a positive sign. And what do you think's behind that? Is that the low interest rates people taking advantage of? That's a good question and a good time to bring it up. It's a couple of factors. One is the low interest rates. And the other one is that people are working a lot more from home. Not just one wage earner, but two. And maybe they need extra space in the apartment they're living in or maybe a townhome. And maybe that when people are not going on vacation this year, they're thinking, are we going on vacation next year? And if we're not, maybe we should have a larger property. We have four-bedroom, three-bedroom home. We could have a nice backyard with a deck, with a small pool, uh, whatever, a hot tub. And maybe they're thinking about the fact that we're going to be staying put for a couple of years like this and not going away on vacation. So they want some equity to build up. It's a smart decision. How big a factor is that in the overall economy? How much of a of a positive of a boost is that? 
I would say it's a 50-50 boost, meaning we need something. We need something more than just the job numbers coming out every week saying it's, we're still at a million. We need to have some positive figures, whether it's retail sales or whether it's uh, housing. Now, if it's existing housing, uh, there's not going to be as much money generated as opposed to new home sales. Existing housing, people may change out their carpetings, paint, do some modifications like that. But when you have new home sales, that's the one that really makes the economy blossom because you are hitting every sector of the economy from realtors to builders to to the townships making money on permits to on and on and on looks like there was a little bit of a shakeup at the dow jones uh, some companies moved off some new companies moved on uh what was behind this and is this a big deal well they do that from time to time it happens to be a big deal now because most people are, are glued to financial inf- information, financial information, business information. So it became a big deal this week to do that. Uh, I don't know why they did it right now. I would have waited until at least the end of the year, COVID, let's say, or maybe into next year to do it. But they felt as though this was the time to do it, to make some changes, to shake things up. They do it from time to time. They look at the company's valuations or what they're valued at, and they say, well, maybe this company can go, this company can stay, or we're going to include this company. I've talked to some other economists about this. I'd love to get your take with regards to the Dow Jones. It's only 30 companies. How? And it's amazing to me that it's it's kind of the <laughs> first number that's always put forth to talk about the financial market. Well, the Dow Jones was up, the Dow Jones was down, and people kind of base how things are going based on that. In your opinion, is it a good metric if it's only 30 companies? Is it a fair snapshot of things? It's a, and at the adjective that you use is correct. It's a good measure. It's a good snapshot. I think there are other ones that are better. The S&P 500, um, the Russell Index, the NASDAQ, they're broader indices. And probably the S&P is probably more suited to people's retirement accounts uh, if they're working in a company or if they have IRAs or if they have 401ks. Because usually you're, you're a little bit more diversely uh, invested as opposed to the Dow 30, which is made up of Apple and Microsoft and Procter and Gamble. Uh, so I like to look at every indice uh, out there and then weigh what's good and what's bad about each one. What's your level? Uh, I know you're very plugged in with small businesses. Uh, what is your level of concern about the number of small businesses that, that aren't going to be recovering? What are you hearing? Well, uh, and this has come up at the state level of Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Both governors are looking to try and raise some tax revenue somehow, and that's why the area of marijuana came up. Uh, Can we decriminalize? Can we legalize it and get some tax revenues on marijuana in within the next six months to help out small business? Uh, You know, they're operating at 25 percent. They are working very hard to get people to come out to eat, to get people to come out to shop or to get people to come out and do whatever business they may be in. The service industry is still doing pretty good if you're in construction. The hospitality industry is not doing well because of the entertainment and sports are not opening up or not opened up at all. So I think small business, the people who have employees 100 or less, they're the ones that I want to take a look at in the next few weeks to see whether they're going to survive. We all want them to survive into next year and even long term. This week, uh, the Eagles announced that the season will start without fans in the stand. I think that the term they used was until further notice. How big is that going to be a financial hit because of all the money that is generated around a single Eagles game? Well, that. 
money that's generated affects everything from state taxes to the local parking taxes for the city of Philadelphia, the wage taxes, as well as all the vendors. Some of those vendors, whether it's a full-time business or a part-time business uh, for extra cash, it affects what, 60,000 people going to the stadium approximately, as well as a few thousand employees, uh, everything from Uber and Lyft, uh, all your different little shops that are selling barbecued ribs and, and beer and that kind of thing where people used to tailgate and make a whole day of it and make it a good festive community atmosphere. Then they go watch the game, and it really was a whole weekend event football in the fall and now that we're not having that it's going to maybe shrink that all those markets i just talked about that's it for this episode of kyw in-depth you can listen and subscribe to the podcast on the radio.com app or wherever you listen to your favorite shows i'm matt leon and we'll have another episode out soon